Welcome to FemWonk, a podcast about politics, public policy, and current affairs that takes an intersectional approach to topics that we care about. I'm your host, Katie Davey. Thanks so much for joining me. So today I'm joined by a really great, um, I guess, former connection of mine. Sam and I have known each other for about five years now. We actually connected during our student union days at UNB. And this is kind of a serendipitous, um, I guess, recording and guest. I, I really wanted to do an episode on working from home. Um, I've had the opportunity to work from home for about the last year now, and and I've really you know, I think developed some best practices that I was hoping to share. And then Sam, through her blog, uh, samantharoad.com, posted actually some of her best practices about a week ago. And I thought that this would be a really fun conversation for us to have together in light of, you know, recent events with so many folks having to kind of be forced to work from home. So thanks, Sam, so much for chatting with me today. Oh, it's no problem. It's exciting to be here. Um, yeah, it's nice to chat with you. It's been so long. It's been so long. I know. It's so unfortunate. We need to, I mean, do this more without recording. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to talk a little bit more about your experience adapting to working from home. Like, is this situation the first time you're really working from home kind of for a long-term period? Yeah, like there's been days where I've worked from home just like here and there, like, you know, if the internet person needs to come and fix the internet, then I'll ask if I can work from home. So I'm at home um, just for a day or so, but I've never actually worked from home on a long term basis. Uh, So it's been really, really interesting. Um, And it's been quite an adjustment from working from a laptop to fully asking if I could bring everything from work to my house uh, to actually have a setup that works for me. Yeah, that's such an interesting point. I mean, like I mentioned, I've been working from home for about a year now. And so I do everything just on my laptop. But um, my mom, who, you know, has an office job, she also she just started working from home last week. And I followed up with her on I think it was the Tuesday and she was like, oh my God, my setup is so different. I can't handle it. This is so hard to adapt. And I don't think I really appreciated, you know, somebody who, you know, my mom's obviously older than I am (laughs) and, you know, the difficulty really adapting the technology might be for somebody who doesn't have necessarily the ease of technology that you and I would have from just using it every day. Yeah, no. So it was like, for me, the technology was fine. I felt like I could set up, like I could have worked on my laptop and probably would have been fine. Um, But it was just the ergonomic setup. And I mean, my desk at work is not ergonomically set up perfectly um but I have you know tweaked it a little bit at work to feel comfortable all day sitting and I came to my home office which had my university setting in it um and my university chair and I had not realized how um uncomfortable that like setup was uh and so I was getting a lot of body pain like a lot of hip pain um and upper back pain uh so like I needed to adjust really quickly to making sure that I could could function for a long time. That's actually a great point. I never even really considered that. I I mean, I 
kind of one of the ways I've adapted is um, adding a pretty consistent yoga routine um, because I can't go to the gym and I can't stretch out and um, and I can't get massages. Like I have really, really bad like shoulders and neck from I think working hunched over all the time. So it's been, yeah, the ergonomics. That's a really great point. Um, yes, yoga has become, I mean, yoga is always kind of part of my practice. At least once a month, I'd try to do yoga, um, which doesn't seem like a lot. And it's probably not a lot. Um, but now I'm finding I'm doing it two, three times a week. And it's not long periods of yoga, but it's just enough to get my body moving in a way that I'm like stretching. Um, so tell me a bit more about your, I guess, daily routine now that you're working from home. Yeah. Um, so basically I work on a network where you have to log in and it's for all of Canada. So it's a little bit busy. So I've, I've kind of started my days a little earlier um, and I'll take a longer lunch break just to make up for the time. Uh, but I kind of get up at seven ish and then I have breakfast and then I log in around seven thirty, um, and I work until about 10 in an office setting. You can walk a lot. Like if you have a question, instead of emailing someone, you go and you walk and you ask them a question face to face. Whereas I don't get that anymore. So, um, I've been taking like 15 minute walks around the block just to get myself moving um, and then at around 1130, I'll go for lunch. Um, and sometimes I'll fit in a workout at lunch, but sometimes I don't want to, but I, anyway, so I'll have lunch. Um, and then in the afternoon I go back to work. Sometimes I take a second walk. It really depends on the day. Generally I'm pretty good. Um, I have a lot of teas. Then at 430, I log off and I have supper and then I might do a workout then. If I do a workout at lunch, I'm not going to do a workout in the afternoon. And my sister's room is now the gym at our house. So luckily we have the space in her room uh, because she sleeps in the attic. It's a lot better than what it sounds. It's a nice attic. It's a loft. Um, but yeah, so it's changed into a yoga studio and a gym. And then after that, I'll just relax. And I probably will go for another walk because I just feel like I'm not moving enough. And I used to like, I walked work. So my body is used to walking a lot in the day. And so if I don't get at least like 40 minutes of walking time, I feel like I haven't moved enough. That's pretty much a routine. I think it's so interesting, the things that we don't recognize that we'll miss until we don't have them. Like you said, the kind of casual walks to colleagues' desks and things like that. Um, when I first started working from home, it was, it was about, like I said, a year ago, it was March of last year and I missed my, like, I, I don't know what you call it. Like the, like water cooler chit chat with colleagues. <laughs> that was something I had a really yes. hard time adjusting to like, and it's just the little, like, you know, you see something on social media at lunchtime that you know a colleague will find funny or relevant and you just like don't have that little social engagement anymore that really like that was what I found to be the hardest part of the transition a year ago but I think yeah I've I think I've done an okay job at mitigating that by just actually like having more you know social converse or not even social conversations but just conversations with human beings (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I'm talking to a lot more people than I used to. And I'm like, this is great. I'm feeling really connected to my community. 
Yeah, no, I, I feel the same way. I So I've been now in, in Ottawa and Waterloo for the last, um, the last year, but I, during this, I guess, last two weeks, almost three weeks now, I've connected more with like former connections in Fredericton, um, way more than I have in the last year. So it's a bit of a silver lining there, but it's, you know, unfortunate that a quarantine is is the reason for connecting more with old old friends. I know, but at least it's happening. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um yeah, so I'm I I think the routine piece is so key. That's what I've I've really come to appreciate. And I think over these last few weeks I've gotten into a really good routine. What I found really difficult when I first started working from home was keeping up my stamina in the afternoons. Um, I was working from home by myself, so that made me not super accountable. And at that point, I was um, consulting, so I was, you know, my own boss. I I kind of set set uh, the tone, so it was really easy to like slip away and watch Netflix at three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> but hey. now. It's so easy to do, but it's what I so found easy to do because I mean, like you could walk down to the kitchen and then you get distracted by something in the kitchen, or you're like, "Oh, I'll just throw a load of laundry in." It's it's like it's interesting. Oh, I love the, well, I love the laundry thing. That sounds funny. No, for sure. I when I need to take breaks, I will like go and do the dishes. No, but I mean, like it's great because you're actually getting stuff done around the house, and then because I find working at home, I'm looking at everything that needs to get done. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, the dishes, we need to do the dishes. Like, and so we've been using our dishwasher a lot more to hide the dishes. Yeah. I'm working in our dining room and my partner is working in the living room. And it's the same thing. Like before we start working in the day, we have to like tidy up those areas, like got to fold all the blankets and you know, pull, take all the dishes out to the kitchen and all those things where we just can't get anything done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, you can stare at it forever. Totally. And then there's some sort of, I don't know why you feel like you need to get it done, but it just, I think it, I mean, when you work in an office, you work in a clean environment for most of the day, and then you have lunch, and then you're like, oh, I really should take that plate to the kitchen to get it clean. Like, so there's that, I don't know, I feel like what I do at the office is what I do at home. Um, so in your blog uh, that I loved again, by the way, you outlined oh, thank you. Uh, no worries. You outlined a number of best practices. So I'd love to know from your perspective, what's the one thing that is working the best for you during this transition? Um, I think out of everything, and I didn't even put it as like a main point. I kind of had just mentioned it in one of the points, uh, but it was to disconnect, disconnect. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, like, cause I mean, I, you know, I don't necessarily, I have a cell phone that has email on it, but I don't necessarily check my emails once I get home. So I think it's really important to actually be able to shut it off, um, and leave that area and not go back to it. Um, just because we are all working weird hours now. Um, but like for um, your mental health, it's so important to just be like, no, this is my time and I would not normally bring this home with me. So I don't really feel like I need to continue working. Um, it's because, yeah, it's so easy to go back to work and just be like, oh, I'll just put an extra hour in. Um, but that cuts into you time and time that you could be doing other stuff. Um, 
that's, you know, maybe more beneficial for your health. Yeah, I think turning it off, that's, it's such a great point. And um, these past few weeks, like I mentioned, I feel like I've gotten into such a great routine. But this weekend, I had this very weird, like crash moment almost because last week I, I was super busy with both um, work and, and finishing up my master's that by the time Saturday came around, I was exhausted. But it was this weird thing where I'd gotten into such a great weekday routine that I knew if I got up, made my coffee and, you know, did yoga, I was just going to start working again. And so I was like, oh, what do I do? Like, my home space now feels like workspace and my routine feels like I have to like lead into working. So not the best uh, solution, but I just stayed in bed and watched Netflix. I needed it. I needed the rest, but it was just this very weird um, thing where I felt like if I started my routine, which honestly is just, you know, get up, make coffee, read for a while, make another coffee, <laughs> do yoga, shower, work. Like that's my morning routine. And I felt that if I yeah. did it on Saturday morning, I was just going to sit down at the dining room table and start working again. So that was really difficult for me. Have you found anything like that? You know, I guess you kind of just said that, like if you don't consciously turn off, you just keep working. Oh yeah. No, I could, you know, I could work for a few hours after supper. Um, and or the weekend, like I love my job. So for me, it's like, like, I'm like, Oh, I could, I could go do that. That could be fun. Um, but at the same time, I think it's just been very crucial, uh, to not, to not think about it, to shut it off. Like, I think it's great that you went and rested. Um, that's been a huge thing. Um, because I don't think people really realize this, that rest is so crucial to a work week. And um, I don't think we are resting enough uh, ever. Um, but it's it's been really uh, impactful for me to, to find moments of rest in um, my life in the last few years. Uh, it's it's trying to describe it here. Um, I don't really take naps. I'm not a napper, but I do lounge a lot. And I really love lounging on weekends because otherwise I'll just do too much. Um, and during my week, I'll tend to do everything else. And I turn my weekends into like mini vacations almost just because I need that rest time. Um, and I think we all do. And there's so much more stress in our lives now with, uh, COVID-19. Um, it's so important to take these moments of rest and slow down. Yeah, I think what you mentioned about the level of stress that we're all kind of collectively facing right now um, with COVID-19 is such a key piece to, I think, how folks are working from home and, and what's impacting their abilities. Like, I think, you know, for you and I, we have a bit of a privileged situation where we don't have kids or dependents um, that we, you know, have to now be responsible for all day, every day, which makes it a bit easier for us to actually work from home and get things done, which is not at all a luxury that many people have. And then add on to that, you know, so many people's work situations have dramatically shifted and changed and whether, you know, working from home is is kind of the minor shift in many cases. There's so many people that now are facing unemployment or 
or kind of dramatic underemployment. And when we're talking, when we're having this conversation, I think it's so important for us to recognize like the privilege we have to even be able to talk about these best practices, right? And your point about rest and the stress and how that relates to each other, I think it's just such a such a perfect, um, you know, perfect, pe- perfect, I guess, segue into us like really talking about what's been the hardest part adapting to the change. Um, so I guess for me, like the hardest part, and yes, we are extremely privileged um, that I don't think there's been a day that I haven't thought, wow, like I'm, I am not like most of Canada right now. Um, but I think the hardest part for me is, I guess, like last week, and I'll, I'll fully admit to this because I've already admitted to it on the blog, but like I was in the grocery store and um, I just felt this like, I guess, um, wave of gratitude for the employees at the grocery store. And I almost started to like, basically was crying in the grocery store because I was so grateful for them. So I think like the hardest part has been kind of adapting to um, I, I feel much more sensitive, um, and much more aware of my situation. Um, so I think it's been really important to stick to my routine and I find that to be really difficult. And if I don't stick to my t- routine, um, I, I, I find my days to be much more longer and, um, kind of more crazy. Um, and then also, again, this is, this is my privileged situation coming out here but it's sometimes the technology doesn't work and that has been um a little bit of a challenge yes totally um I like think when we first started I guess it was two weeks ago now my partner and I first started both working from home and yeah like the internet was just so slow because so many more people were on just like the servers like the local servers and yeah (laughs) having to adapt to like the crawling speed of internet or like I know a lot of people who work on kind of VPN networks like just not being able to actually get on the network and all of those things are definitely uh they make it very frustrating the lag it's it's funny because at work you'd be like oh that'll take me five minutes and the lag in how long it takes to get stuff done is sometimes 30 minutes and you're like oh I'm so sorry that this took so long to do like I it was not my intent for this to be so long like that I'm I'm adjusting to yeah so one thing that I've heard folks say both on social media and otherwise things that they hope don't go back to normal after the COVID-19 crisis I mean, I don't think we're ever going to go back to normal, but um, like the little changes or the big changes that have happened that people hope stick. um, Have there been any changes like that for you that you're like, you know what, this makes my life better? (laughs) Um, How, you know, how can we learn and innovate or I don't know if innovate is the right word, but how can we learn from this and actually take this forward? Um, Yeah, so I really love the sense of community that I'm getting from around the world um I think like we've all seen I'm on TikTok I'm not sure if you're on TikTok but we've seen videos of people um cheering on healthcare workers and cheering on first aid responders um and grocery store workers and janitors and 
all of these people who are making our lives possible. Um, and I really hope that that doesn't end like that to me has been so wonderful and so uplifting. Um, and I, yeah, I've really enjoyed being able to like wave to neighbors and windows and know that that wave has made an impact on their day. Um, whether it's small or big, like I just love how friendly everyone is. Um, I don't know if, I mean, I take a lot of walks, um, but I'm not sure if you have been, um, but it's, it's, um, it's nice. Everyone says hi to each other and I've never seen that ever. It's amazing. I think that's something I realized too, like on every call I have, which are, there's still a lot of daily calls I'm on, um, people start by saying like, how are you doing? And they don't just mean it as like the nicety, right? They're not yeah. just looking for you to say, fine, thanks, you. They're actually wondering how you're doing and yeah. you know, how you're coping and if you're yeah, getting outside and how you're how you're dealing with everything. And I think that's been so, so nice to see people, like you said, really actually seriously caring about how everyone else around them is doing. Yeah. yeah. No, it's been really nice to have conversations with colleagues or I'm like, how are you doing? Like, and that'll be the first thing I write in a message to them or an email or whatever. Um, cause sometimes I can't always call them up. Um, uh, but it's, it's been really nice to catch up with people and genuinely make sure that people are okay. Cause you kind of do it every day in the office without realizing it. Um, but when you can't do that anymore, it's, kind of devastating and then when somebody reaches out it's actually so nice because you're like oh thank you so much for checking in on me I I find at least you actually feel a bit more able to actually be like oh you know what Saturday was really hard because I can't figure out how to be at home and relax at the same time like you can actually say those things and not necessarily feel kind of judged even though I don't necessarily think people were necessarily judging before but it's still it's like you actually can be a bit more vulnerable and bring your authentic self forward Mm -hmm. um and everyone else is doing that as well and I think that is yeah I think that's something that is a positive that to your point I hope I hope we do see that continue moving forward it's been so incredible to just I guess be vulnerable and authentic all the time and not have to put up a, a facade of like I'm fine whatever, it's great, I'm having a great day, and then go home and, you know, be vulnerable with your family, whereas now people are expected, like, it's expected that, like, you express how you're feeling, um, and you don't have to hide all the time. Totally. The other thing I hope doesn't change, um, I'm loving the fact that I am having these business meetings in sweatshirts, (laughs) and, like, no makeup, and, like, yeah, Greasy hair. <laughs> yes, I have been on the hunt for like a matching sweatsuit set yeah. just because I think they're hilarious um, and I haven't been able to find one that's like a reasonable price. Everything seems to be really expensive right now and I'm like, mm, I think I'll wait. Um, but yeah, like no makeup. I like, my skin looks great. Because, oh, mine like, too. Like yeah. it's glowing right now. <laughs> yes, because like you're like, oh, I'll just slap on some some eye cream now or I'll do a face mask and no one knows that you're doing a face mask. So it's kind of nice to have that. I guess there's like a pampering happening. 
Totally. Yeah. I, and nothing, honestly, nothing bothers me more than like an uptight business, like work attire. I just, I don't know if it's like the millennial in me or the feminist in me or what it is, but I just, I'm like, look, you can do great work and wear blundstones. <laughs> yeah. You can do great work and be super comfortable. You don't need yeah. to be uncomfortable. Yeah, which is so funny, Sam, because if you'll recall, like, when I was president of the student union, that was not my mantra. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. It's like, I think as the imposter syndrome level goes down, the desire to be comfortable all the time goes up. That's that's like my equation. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I started to walk to work and I noticed, like, I was buying coats that were athletic coats and made for all sorts of weather and boots that I was buying. I was like, well, I have to be able to walk in it. Um, So like there's just been wardrobe changes that I'm like, well, that's just not going to work to walk to work with. And I'm like, I walk to work every day or I bike. So it's just been, um, yeah, in the last few years, like I think I used to wear like leather boots every day. And now I'm like, nope. I'm just going to wear these very comfortable Kamek winter boots and walk to work and maybe change my shoes halfway through. Like it's, yeah, it's all good. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, leave us a review. You can keep up with us on social media by following at femwonk on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you next time.